Welcome back to the Phases Podcast. I hope you are all doing well. This is part two from an episode that I released yesterday. Um, So if you haven't listened to that one yet, you should definitely go check that one out. But today we're just going to be continuing to cover things that have been happening in my life that I feel like I should share with y'all it's kind of the whole thing we do here so yeah welcome back let's just get right into it we left off covering perfectionism where that kind of came from and how it's affecting this very podcast among other things and also a career shift the resistance i was having with the job the just shift that I had in realizing how powerful I actually am and the good I know I'm going to do. Yeah. And also we talked about some little nuggets of wisdom that were shared on the Your Own Magic podcast. But to continue the conversation, I want to move into what it means to be the observer um, of your emotions and kind of how that plays into the whole blueprint thing, giving it up and, um, you know, becoming the observer is a journey. Oh, it's a journey because... You're observing how you are in the world and how your mind is, what kind of place it's like, and it can be hard to be the observer without judgment. Um, It can be hard. It can be hard. Even going back to the perfectionism thing observing that I was being a perfectionist I don't want to say that it it just made me feel bad and then I watched that and I'm like why do you feel bad and so on and so on and so on until we got to it was in your childhood and blah 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 But, yeah, I kind of want to move into that. I kind of also want to talk about my trip to Miami. (gasps) Let's start there because it kind of moves into the whole Observer topic. So, yeah. I went to Miami for a couple days and it was so much fun. I want to tell you about my trip. I kind of forgot bits and pieces of it. But it was so much fun with my girlfriend we went to the beach for one day and got so when I say one day I mean like seven eight hours and we got so sunburnt <laughs> like I was I was pretty okay my girlfriend on the other hand was miserably sunburnt like didn't want to move cried like it was a whole thing I don't know if she wanted me to tell that on here, but I did. Um, It was pretty funny, to be honest. Because the reason we set out for so long 
was because we thought that it was supposed to rain because the weather app told us it was supposed to rain. So we were like, let's get all our sun in today. And we did do that. We did that. And just didn't apply sunscreen like we should have. And that's on us. But, yeah, we went to dinner. We were actually there to go to the Bad Bunny concert. We didn't go because we were wildly hungover from a drag brunch. It was like a drag show brunch. And it was the funniest shit. It was so cool. And I was belligerent. And I think it drove me to stop drinking, which we can also talk about. <laughs> I fr- I... I'm still, it's still new, so I definitely do want to talk about it, though. Um, yeah, it was great. What else did we do? Oh, we randomly, not, not even randomly, we got there to our Airbnb, and we see in the elevator, or I'm seeing, this flyer for a namaste night and the airbnb that we were staying in was an apartment complex with a rooftop pool it was so beautiful by the way miami is fucking huge the best way i can describe it is it's kind of spaced out i'd say like la it has the spacing of la and like it's super large but the amount of buildings is like a New York vibe. Like, it's not so compact as New York, but there's still that many buildings. Like, it, there's this. There's not a skyline. It's just buildings and buildings and buildings and skyscrapers and skyscrapers. And it, it was actually blowing my mind just how many skyscrapers there were. Um, there, There's no way to make a skyline because there is so many buildings. And it's the same way with, like, New York. You don't have a skyline. It is New York. And that's how I felt about Miami, was it was spaced out, but it gave that vibe where there was just so many buildings. Anyway, I digress. I just thought it was so interesting because I didn't expect that. But anywho, um, I read, I'm reading this flyer, and it says that they're having a singing bowl and yoga class on the on the rooftop that day and we had made it in time i was checking the time i was checking the date and we made it we still had hour like we still had a couple hours until it was happening and i was like this is so incredible this is so incredible and it's not hard to pretend like you're a resident when you're already in the building you already have a key you're already you're living as a resident (laughs) it's just an airbnb but girl i'm a resident i live here anywho that was such a sweet surprise i felt so abundant with that because it was like oh my gosh this just free beautiful class landed in our lap and it was so nice it was so windy and i did yoga and i listened to singing bowls on the top of this rooftop in miami with the skyline and the sunset and this pool and it was it was so much fun. I'm trying to think. We went to a bunch of little shops. I probably had the best food traveling that I've ever had. We went to 
this little Cuban cafe. Actually, it wasn't little at all. It was quite big. They had so many different options, and their coffee was fucking amazing. Um, I had the best vegan hamburger in my whole fucking life. It was so good. I guess it's not a hamburger. I had the best vegan burger (laughs) in my whole life. Like, the cheese was cheesy. The quote-unquote meat was good (laughs) and like no like good and it was just delicious and the lettuce was like so finely shredded i don't even know what was happening there but it was the best 13 dollars i have ever spent literally um what else did i have that was so good that coffee was really good i just had a lot of good food there um yeah Basically, I had a really, really good trip. All of this to say that at the beginning, the trip didn't start out so great, you know? All of these things happened after this particular incident where I was operating out of my pain body, truly, and I was irritable, I was agitated from traveling because although getting there and experiencing cities is extravagant i mean it's so much fucking fun i mean it's so much fucking fun and yes that's my sagittarius son talking and baby girl i don't give a fuck it is so fun but the actual getting there is so stressful and taxing that it can become a little bit too much for people to you know handle aka me um basically we landed in miami and i was i just remember my stomach hurt my stomach hurt like a bitch and there was so much turbulence on our way down that i was just over it i was like this is i just get me to the airbnb and i'll be good get me to the airbnb and i will be good well the whole getting to the Airbnb, my attitude just wasn't in it. I wasn't in it. I was, and then I was kind of, I started to realize how hard I was being on myself for not being happy that I was in Miami, right? And it was like this, my, the inner dialogue I had was, tumultuous I was going back and forth between why aren't you happy to be here like what is actually wrong what is actually wrong with you you have no reason to be upset to like well I'm just gonna try and get myself through this and I'm gonna try and not take it out on anyone and then it would come in and be like you deserve to I don't know it was just basically I wasn't making it easier for myself at all and I ended up hurting my girlfriend's feelings. I I did. Not because of any one thing I said, but just my overall annoyance was seeping into her energy. Uh, yeah, I, and it's fully on me. And every time she would try and make it better or ask me what was wrong I would just 
it was just, I was just pissed. And then I was pissed that I was asking myself, why are you pissed? You're in Miami, kind of gaslighting myself. And it was a whole thing. I ended up having kind of a mental breakdown. (laughs) I got super upset. I put myself in the bathroom, closed the door because she had now expressed to me her her discomfort and her kind of anger towards me that I was being rude for no reason, no apparent reason to her at least. Uh, there was no communication on my end and yeah, basically I go in the bathroom and I just start crying. I'm on the floor. I'm like, what is going on? Like I'm crying because I'm so sad and I'm so angry at myself for taking it out on her whatever it is whether I had a valid reason or not I was so sad that I was doing that to her I was sad for her from me and but like this my ego was like you're not ready to apologize yet though (laughs) I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this, but also I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) And I was witnessing all of it. I was observing all of this. And I think, I don't think I've truly been allowed myself to be that present in a situation like that. Um, And I think that's what made it not that's what made it overwhelming, but observing it and trying to observe it from neutral was just hard. It was really hard. And so, yeah, I got up off the floor, literally got up off the bathroom floor, wiped my face, went out there, didn't even apologize, didn't even apologize yet. I still was acting for my pain body. I had just cried about how I was acting, went out there, and acted like it again. It was a lot, okay? My girlfriend has lots of patience. (laughs) And she wasn't having it, obviously. So I turn back around and I go back into the bathroom. This time I'm not on the floor. I'm looking in the mirror. And I start crying. Again. And I had to really 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 fight to put my ego aside it was hard and I came out I hugged her I apologized but first I said I well because I think I had stopped crying, actually. But when I hugged her, I just started bawling again. I mean, the waterworks, it was a lot. There was a lot of emotion happening. And I told her, I don't like that I'm this way. I don't like this about myself. I don't like that I find one thing to be annoyed with and I carry it for the rest of the day. Then as I'm carrying it, I pick up stuff 
I drop things and I pick up stuff to keep that feeling. And I don't know why I do it. And then I have this problem. So now what the pain body likes to do is make it your problem. And that's what I was doing. And I, I obviously didn't say it like this, but that's what I was explaining to her was that I just didn't like that about myself. And that's what the tears was about. I was sad that I was upsetting her in that way. And I was sad that I was, I, I was sad that I was this way. And so therefore I was hurting her this way. I didn't like the actions I took that caused her turmoil or harm. And deeper than that, I didn't like the pattern in my brain that was taking control. And it was very, very overwhelming. And it was a... Although it was tough, it was a good release. And it needed to happen and it changed the course it changed my whole perspective on the whole trip and yeah so rocky start but the trip was super super fun i felt like sharing this very intimate thing with you guys because um i kind of want to talk about how I'm reading this book called The Power of Now. I've been reading it for a while. I will say it's a very, it's not a, it's a tough read. I have, I find myself having to go back and reread things because its language is super, it's just rich, it's profound, and um, it's just a tough read. So yeah, it's been a while, but I, it's, such a good book and I recommend it to literally everyone because it's so neutral. He includes like he includes readings and verses from the Bible, quotes Jesus, he quotes Buddha, but he also it's just it's neutral and it can apply to anyone's life with any belief and it's just the it changes the whole framework of the way i view the world so there's that anyways it's called the power of now by eckhart tolle i think it's t-o-l-l-e tolle tolle it's toll i don't know but that's what it is and the recent chapter i was reading talked about how relationships are a mirror and we kind of knew this because what's the saying about, you know, well, if you leave them, you're just going to go find somebody who is the same version of that thing, just a different person. Because really, all you're seeing is yourself. And bringing this awareness to my relationship is exciting because it shifts my thought process from what is wrong with her 
why does she do this? You know, why is she like this? To what in me is getting so riled up about this thing in her? You know, and this isn't this isn't negating from good boundaries and resolving conflict. Like, that's not this. I'm not saying, like, cut that out. Like, that's kind of impossible. But instead of your first reaction to be, why is she like this? Why is she doing that? Or why are they, or why is he, or why is whatever? To why am I... What in me is so triggered about what she's doing and how she's living? What in me is so triggered about it? And when you ask that question, you, the next right thing is figuring out, okay, now that I've asked the question, is it, is it actually something that they're doing that is infringing on your life in some way? Or was it, oh, I'm triggered about the way she's doing that because I think I need to control this situation. Why do I think I need to control the situation? And just getting more involved in your relationship with yourself. And when that happens, I can only see that things... This, it, w- it would be mirrored the same way that whatever is going on in you, you're going to kind of project that onto your partner. You're going to mirror it and you're going to see it in them. It's kind of like you're using and not in a, not in a, not in a selfish way. Well, I guess it's not in a selfish way though you're using them as a mirror you're using them as a archetype uh i guess i don't know if that's the word here you're using them as a catalyst for your own evolution of your own consciousness and that is big and that is deep and that is what I've been trying to do and honestly it allows me to love her better because I'm seeing that not all of this shit is hers that I'm giving her a lot of this stuff but it's mine to look at it's mine to address and Once I, and sometimes, you know, I walk it through and I'm like, nah, she wrong. What's up? (laughs) But sometimes I've been catching myself. I've been walking through, asking the why. And then I'm like, huh, this is actually mine. And she now gets to live her life doing what she was doing because what she was doing had nothing to do with me. I mean, it did, but it doesn't. 
Is that making sense? I really hope I'm making sense. It's still new to me. I've never done this in a relationship. Ever. Like, um, ever. But I think it's such a window to open... Like, it's it just lets in this true love to where it's like, you get to just exist. All these things that... And, there, and there's not as much of an accumulation of actions that you feel are being done to you. You know, that they're... I don't know. I have a, so then basically there's not this accumulation of shit that actually isn't even shit in the relationship. It's shit for the individual person to address within themselves instead of projecting it back and forth onto each other, right? And so then when there actually is a conflict, there actually was something, there was an action that she took or something that did affect me and then I walked through it and I was like and then you maybe you get to the point where like I said nah she wrong and you want to talk about it well there's not as there hasn't been as many so you can address it with a clearer mind more love and yeah it's just, it's so big, and I don't know why people aren't teaching us this shit. Like, what the f- Like, I would have loved to know this. I would love to have known this through the relationships that I've had, but I'm, I'm very happy to have this small understanding of it because like I said it's bringing in new perspective and it's giving me things I'm taking more accountability there we go I'm taking more accountability for what I'm bringing the the limiting beliefs the trauma responses I'm bringing into this relationship and how I'm being how I myself am also being a mirror and that This also helps me with my girlfriend when I know maybe I didn't do anything wrong. Maybe I I sit back and I go, oh, this isn't me. Oh, this isn't on me. I'm going to let her have it. I'm going to let her walk it through because I'm seeing this. This is something that's coming up for her. This is something that she's having an issue with within herself. And... That has been cool. Um, anyway, I suggest that you pick up the book and you read it yourself because he does a wonderful job explaining it. Better job than I'm doing now. But I thought I should share it with you because it has been a shift in the way I'm proceeding with life that has brought a lot more ease and a lot more discomfort but you know you know it's what it is 
I am gonna go on a quick mini tiny miniature small break and we'll be right back let me tell you guys about digit it is the app that changed my saving game listen up y'all are not going to be disappointed digit is the all-in-one money app that budget saves and invest for you i have four goals going right now when i first started i was in my first month and Digit had saved $200 for me. Let me tell you how it works. So you tell Digit when you need this money set aside, how much you need set aside, what it's for, and how much it can or cannot take out. You are in control. It's FDIC insured, and you can withdraw at any time. It really did change the way I viewed saving my money. I really thought that... It had to be this big chore that I needed a whole binder, that I needed to take out cash every check, and it's doing everything for me, and yet I'm completely in control. It really is the shit, and I would not be telling you about it if it wasn't. If you want this for your savings goal, if you want to get ahead of your finances, fuck, maybe even invest, go to my link in the show notes because with that link the first time digit auto saves for you you get five dollars from me feeling financially secure is so important to me and i want it for you guys too so again check out my link in the show notes and let's start saving welcome back let's just hop right into it kind of i kind of want to jump into oh okay hazel i want to jump into habits i'm trying to bring into my life um a kids a consistent workout routine uh yoga practice really is a habit that i'm keeping from hard 75 Reading is something I'm trying to make a habit, and I'm trying to do these all one at a time, and very gracefully. I'm trying to give myself a lot of space. Um, vitamins, I kind of, I've been taking vitamins all year, but sometimes I fall off. Recently, I've been falling off a couple of days in a row, and I'm just not trying to have that happen. Just not trying to do that. Another habit I'm trying to implement is my skincare routine for a long time i was so i i threw myself into my skincare because i found products that i trusted that i believed in and they've actually brought me a really really long way and at some point i just got lazy and i would get to that point in the night I think my problem is I'm putting it right before I go to bed that's where I'm leaving time for it and for me I can't have something as crucial as a nighttime skincare routine be right before I go to bed because I'm very unpredictable in that sense where sometimes I will fall asleep and it's mainly I've fallen asleep on the couch or something and when I go to move to the bed or whatever I'm just not interested in doing it 
So I'm kind of leaving it here because maybe like accountability purposes. I don't know. But it has to do with the Heart 75, which was something I was doing at the beginning of the year that has since ended. I kind of actually did a soft 75 because I don't believe in, I don't believe in trying to, I believe in quitting. As Glennon Doyle would say, I believe in quitting and I do. So if I don't feel like doing something, I'm not going to force myself to do it. And that's just on period. But (laughs) what I did learn from Heart 75 is my ability to add habits into my life because I did. And I just want to continue to do it. So do you have any habits that you should probably get on top of that you are not doing like me? (laughs) Because (laughs) like, hello, me, I am. But um, yeah, I kind of just wanted to touch on that because as I was, it was almost as if while I was adding in new things that I was doing in my life, I was taking out some of the essentials. <laughs> and so I'm in the process now of keeping what I have and putting the essentials back in, maybe finding a better time slot for them. I'm not sure, but if you have any suggestions let me know. Anyways, I kind of want to close out this two-part situation with two of the things that I randomly wrote down in my, I keep saying randomly, and I don't really like that word for everyday things because I don't think anything is random. So, I don't know why I keep saying it, but I'm just glad I'm catching myself, I guess. Anywho, I wrote these things down. I feel like sometimes I just get, I'm telling you, I'll be in the middle of something and I will have just this thought and I'm like, yep, that works, that works, that makes so much sense. And I'm like gripping onto it because it's such a fleeting idea i pull out my phone pull up the notes page and try and get it on get it just put it down somewhere and these are two of those things so the first one i wrote our polarized society means deep discernment is the gateway to the frequency of love And in layman's terms, what does layman mean? What does that mean? Normal? Like, what does that mean? I don't know. Our polarized society means deep discernment is the gateway to the frequency of love. I put frequency of love because I knew that just putting love you kind of have to i put frequency because i wanted to make it known that this is a vibration you feel this is a state you're in 
not what we've kind of been taught to think that love is or at least not what I've been taught to think what love is so and what our polarized society our split in half society um means deep discernment deep investigation and um awareness and presence is needed in order to find the frequency of love just sharing it because i liked it and yeah (laughs) the next thing i have is and this is kind of personal it's not fully true It's not that it's not fully true. I don't think it's fully finished. I kind of want to add more to it. But I wrote, what motivates me is the... And this came up right before I recorded the episode yesterday. I sat with my singing bowl for like five minutes just going round and round and round. um, Kind of trying to tap in and settle in and center myself before turning on the microphone but what came up was what motivates me in this process oh no (laughs) let's try again (laughs) i wrote what motivates me is the process of making your body and your mind a nice place the process of untangling limiting beliefs at various paces from various places To access the you that is most true. What? Little girl's a poet. What? Um, This is the type of... When I write these types of things, this is when I feel like I'm channeling. This is when I feel like when I'm this tapped in, these words aren't really coming from maddie they're coming from somewhere else and that's my favorite type of shit that's my favorite shit is when i look back on something and i go you wrote that bitch you just came up with that off the top like what um i love when i'm in that type of space or when i'm in this flow that allows these things to be channeled in because otherwise like i don't you know i don't i don't talk like this this you know (laughs) like i i believe this i feel this this is what i try to emanate but i don't know but i love it though i love when you could call it a burst of creative energy you could call it a download you you can call it god you could call it what you want i don't know where she comes from but i love her i love her so much and i think i wanted to share it because i think i'm gonna make it the trailer for the podcast um because as i was mentioning in the part one to this i do get anxious about people listening to the first episode and making rash judgments and writing it off personally i don't go down to the first episode to listen to a podcast so i don't know why 
I have this fear, but I do. It's probably, we could get into why I have this fear. (laughs) I'm saying I don't know. We could figure it out, but that's not what I'm trying to get into. I think having a trailer would ease some of my anxiety around that, and I think this is on the right track, and it's a good, just, it's a good statement. It would fit well into the trailer because it's true. Even though I don't know where this came from in me, I still wrote this, you know, because it is true. What motivates me is the process of making your body and your mind a home, a safe place, somewhere that peace is allowed to be. Because we're so not the human brain is just not wired that way for a lot of us and rewiring it the process of that is so fucking beautiful to me and that's what i hope to do here is like each episode untangling another thing untangling a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more from various at various paces sometimes these things are coming in i have three downloads in one week i don't even know i'm pulling numbers out of my ass but and i'm like oh wow things are just banging out left and right (laughs) and then sometimes they're not and I'm in a lull or I'm in a or I'm in a time where I'm trying to implement and integrate what I have been learning so at various paces from various places I think with that I mean whether you picked it up in childhood or you picked it up from somewhere in your lineage or you picked it up from somewhere else and then to access the you that is the most true yeah to get in touch with that inner being with your essence with your very own essence to get in touch with not not a happiness but an inner peace that was my stomach i don't know if you heard it <laughs> i think i'm gonna make it a trailer yep it's happening you heard it here first you gotta you got your you got your own little sneak peek <laughs> um I also wanted to share these and say if you have just a random download of something that you're like, mm, that, that is making sense, pull out the notes in your phone. Even if it doesn't make sense in the moment or if it's, even if you start to write it, you can't get it down. There's been so many times where I start to write something and I completely lose it. And I'm like, okay, well, someone else got it. I highly recommend 
creating a notes app on your phone that mine says random what it what is it titled oh random podcast ideas that's maybe where i keep getting the word random i'm gonna change this (laughs) anyways start a notes page on your phone for the essentially they are random things that pop in you should do it you should do it but um i think that's it for the part two of this this week's episodes uh that's so weird um i hope you had a good time with me i definitely had a good time doing this like i said i'm going to try and be more consistent with the podcast at least to a month and that's what i'm drawing myself towards um i'm making it a priority i'm doing it i'm putting it on that habit list i'm making it a thing and yeah i hope you had fun today Once again, as always, you can leave me a review on all platforms. I would really appreciate it. And my socials are linked below if you want to go check those out. I also have the all the links for the sponsors for today in the show notes. So definitely check those out. Digit actually is the shit. It actually is the shit. Go try it. Um, If it feels good to you, try it. It's good. But um, in the meantime, go easy on yourself. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.